Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today we're in Genesis 4, but before we get started with the reading, let's uh, go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for today. I lift up today and I pray that you'd be the one who's honored and glorified. I just lift up today and, and ask that you would be the one who's in charge and that my life would be submitted to you. So Father, today as we read, I pray, I pray for you, Holy Spirit, to guide us, to speak to us and that it would be your message, it'd be your will and your words that would be heard. That there would be nothing from me but 100% from you. So, Father, I just lift it up. I lift up this reading. I pray, pray that our hearts, our minds, and our spirits would be prepared. In Jesus' name, amen. So, chapter 4 is kind of an important chapter, at least I would think so. And because it covers off on the very first murder, and yet there's very little from any of the commentators that I have available. And I have like six. I just don't use them all because some of them are so old. They're from the 1500s and uh, 1600s, and they're really hard to understand just with their use of Old English and the translation and then also potentially some of their thoughts and whatnot. So anyways, there's very little here that I have available about Adam and Eve and their their kids and Cain and Abel. So let's go ahead and get started. There is a sermon from Spurgeon, and I'm going to stop and read it, read the beginning of it to once we get into it. And it's going to happen right here in chapter in verse six. So let's get started. Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, with the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother, Abel. Now, Abel kept flocks and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the first, firstborn flocks, firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor upon Abel and his offering, but on Cain... And his offering he did not look on with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have have you, but you must rule over it. So there was something in his offering that, wasn't right. God could tell. Maybe it was his heart. Maybe he held back. He didn't give the first fruits. He just gave some some fruit of the land. He didn't give the best. You never know. And it doesn't say why. But here's what Spurgeon has to say. Sinners are not are not all of the laughing sort. Cain's mind was angry and his heart was heavy. The short life of the vicious is not always a merry one. See Here you have a man who is utterly without God, but he is not without sorrow. His countenance has fallen. His looks are sullen. He is a miserable man. There are many ungodly people still in the world who are not happy in the condition in which they find themselves. The present does not content them. 
and they have no future from which to borrow the light of hope. The service of sin is hard to them, and yet they do not quit it for the service of the Lord. They are in danger of having two hells, one in this life and another in the world to come. They have a religion of their own, even as Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground. But it yields them no comfort, for God has no respect for their offering. And therefore, they are, not, they are displeased about it. The things, of God, that, the things of God bring an increase to their inward wretchedness. It was after a sacrifice that Cain's countenance fell. Many unrenewed hearts quarrel with God at his own altar. Quarrel by presenting what he never commanded, and then by growing angry because he rejects their will worship. They attend, they attend the means of grace, but they are not saved nor comforted, and they do not like it. They pray after a fashion, but they are not heard, and they feel indignant at the slight. They read the scriptures, but no cheering promise is ever applied to their hearts, and they grow fierce at their fail, failure. They see another accepted as Abel was, and this excites their jealousy and envy gnaws at their heart. They are angry with God, with their fellow man, and with everything about them. Their countenance falls, and they are in a morose mood, which fits them for any cruel word or deed. Can you not see their sullen looks? So, I look at this, and I read this, and I think, I've been there. I've been Cain. I can't tell you how many times in my life where I've fallen away from God and then I try to get close to him and I can't because I'm doing it my way and I get pissed off. I get angry. I'm so, so angry and I get angry at other people, especially those who tell me like my sister, well, you need to just do this. And it's like, you know, pound sand and I would get so angry, but I was again, not listening to God. I wasn't doing it his way I only wanted to come back to him to worship him or whatever it was on my terms and it doesn't work that way it just doesn't work in that fashion if you're going to worship God you have to worship him and come back to him on his terms not yours but when you do the lightness of your heart the redemption that you feel, it's really what it's all about because you've given up the death that you have in your soul for the life with him. So I understand how Cain felt. I've understood. I've seen other people who, who have been in a similar situation and they're angry and they're ticked off. And every time you talk to them, it doesn't even matter if you bring up God, they're just mad at you. And what, all I can do at that point, which is what my sister would do, is pray. Pray for that person. My sister prayed for me for a long time when I had fallen away. So, anyways, with that, let's get back into uh, the reading. Verse 8. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, Let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother Abel? Again, he probably knows, God knows where he's at. I do not know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So he knew. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened his mouth to receive 
your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. You will be a restless wanderer on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is more than I can bear. Today you are driving me from the land, and I will be hidden from your presence. I will be a restless wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. So he couldn't bear, and he knew that the punishment of not being in God's presence anymore was awful. But the Lord said to him, Not so. Anyone who kills Cain will suffer vengeance seven times over. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain so that no one who found him would kill him. So Cain went out, of the, out from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain made love to his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Cain was then building a city, and he named it after his son, Enoch. To Enoch was born Irad, and Irad was the father of Mezul, and Mezul was the father of Methesule, and Methesule was the father of Lamech. Lamech married two women, one named Ada and the other Zillah. Ada gave birth to Jabal. He was the father of those who live in tents and raise livestock. His brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all who play stringed instruments and pipes. Zillah also had a son, Tubalah, Cain, who forged all kinds of tools out of bronze and iron. Tubal-Cain's sister was Nama. Lamech had his, said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, listen to me. Wives of Lamech, hear my words. I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for injuring me. If Cain is avenged seven times, then Lamech seventy-seven times. Adam made love to his wife again, and she gave birth to a son and, made, and named him Seth, saying, God has granted me another child in place of Abel, since Cain killed him. Seth also had a son, and he named him Enosh. At that time, people began to call on the, on the name of the Lord. That's the end of the reading for today. So let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I lift up this day. I thank you for your word. I pray for wisdom and guidance and understanding so that we can understand what you want us to hear, that we then would apply it to our lives. I pray for your strength to live for you and your Holy Spirit to te continue teaching us. I thank you for this day. I just pray you watch over us and keep us safe, and may we be your children. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.